Hey guys, I'm back. So it's been about seven months or so since I've done a podcast. I know I had just started up with this whole idea when um, life went a little crazy for all of us with the pandemic there. Um, To be honest, I, I stopped doing my podcast for about seven months because I was not sure what was happening with my career there for a little while. So I needed to take some time to sort out the aviation side of my life before I could continue with Brittany the Riveter. Um, Now that I have been back working for a few months, I figured it was long overdue and about time to catch everybody up on some of the changes and what I've been doing lately. I've had a lot of people asking what I'm doing lately. Um, It's no secret the aviation is not in the best place right now, so... A lot of people have been curious about how I even got into this job in these times. So, um, I guess let's get started on explaining all that. Uh, Back in January, I uh, actually lost my job at the company that I was previously working for. We're not going to get into details on that because that's going to be a whole other very controversial topic. But uh, needless to say, I no longer had anywhere to work so I had nothing really to talk about I was pretty pretty heartbroken over the whole whole ordeal so I chose not to express too many of my feelings outwardly because I didn't think it was going to be very positive um took some time to knuckle under and figure out what to do with my life and then COVID-19 hit and the aviation world came to a halt And I was devastated because not only was it going to be harder for me to get back into things just because of how things had been left at my previous company, uh, now I was going to be fighting tooth and nail with thousands of people who were getting laid off or losing their jobs or it was just not a good time. So um, I started thinking commercial aviation was suffering pretty heavily. But there's a whole other side of aviation. Um, Everybody that's operating the Orange Helicopters, for example, they have not come out of the sky. People that are doing their own private flying around, they're not coming down out of the sky anytime soon. Especially through this summer when nobody's been able to travel outside of our country. A lot of people have resorted to staying within the country, so... I feel like a lot more people have been getting out on their boats or taking their little personal planes up for trips up north to cottages and fun things like that rather than jumping on a 737 and going to Florida. So I needed to get back into work and I started looking for different job opportunities with the smaller aviation world or anything medically related or um, cargo. I mean, obviously there was no lack of shipping happening for the last few months. Uh, The job I ended up scoring, and I say that because this has been the opportunity of a lifetime for me, um, I ended up reaching out to a gentleman who had his own AMO that he's running. Uh, He also does a couple other projects. He had a heavy background in military aviation, so that obviously was pretty exciting to me. I was very nervous, to say the least. Um, I didn't think that coming out of my previous uh, companies that 
a gentleman of his stature in this industry would want anything to do with somebody at my level of experience, but I was wrong. Um, I ended up applying for this job and less than 24 hours later, I had the job. I came out to meet the gentleman that I'm now, who's my working partner. Um, and now I work in general aviation and not commercial aviation, which I think is the biggest changing factor for me. Um, I mean, I'm going to get into that a little bit more in a few minutes, but, um, I, I work with small M1 aircraft now. They're gorgeous little Cessnas and all kinds of different Piper and just neat little things that I normally would not even get the opportunity to see, let alone work on. Um, so aside from the small aircraft that I work to maintain with um, personal or private pilots, I should say. Um, I also get to work with the Jet Aircraft Museum in London with uh, an incredible, I get to work alongside their volunteers and my partner is the uh, mechanic in charge of all the maintenance for um, a few of their jets, uh, namely the Red Knight, which is one of the most beautiful jets I've ever Scene. It's incredible. It's beautiful every time it goes up flying. The fact that I get to actually work on this thing frequently still, I don't think it's ever going to sink in, to be honest. Um, so just the different aircraft, obviously incredible. I mean, I would much rather work on a military jet over a 737 any day of the week. I might be crazy, but I don't think I'm the only one out there like that. Um, the biggest difference, I think, the biggest difference I'm finding, though, is how I feel day to day. And that's not because of one aspect. That's because of many aspects. And these are things that I have been arguing and fighting against since I started in this industry. And people have always told me I was crazy. But this is, this is the proof that you don't have to be absolutely worn out and exhausted and getting screamed at every day to feel like you're going somewhere with your life. Commercial aviation was a nightmare for me. I loved what I was doing every day because I was still working on planes and they are my passion. I absolutely love them so much. I love everything about them, but commercial aviation is driven by money. There's really no other way to put that. I mean, the people that you're maintaining the planes for aren't the ones flying them. They're not, they really, they, it's nothing but a money maker to them. They're just trying to pack as many people in them as they can to fly them down somewhere for a vacation to, you know, make that money, uh, get as many seats in there as you can. And that's just that much more money in your pocket, right? It's like cramming people in a sardine can. It's, in, it's insane. But on top of that, because it's really nothing more than making money to them. Maintenance is expected to be done as soon as possible. With the lowest labor parts, all that as possible. And I mean, that's just not always feasible and people get upset. And the biggest thing I noticed about working in commercial aviation was honestly, the last four years of my life continuously have been stress. 
so much stress and people yelling for no reason and it's just the amount of emotional abuse that you deal with is ridiculous the mental abuse you deal with is ridiculous if I had a dollar for every time somebody said something to me that you would not think is even slightly acceptable to speak to another human being in that manner like I, I wouldn't even need the job to begin with you know what I mean for there were some days that I got told that I was stupid more than I think anyone even actually talked to me other than that and that it just it's exhausting it just breaks you down it kills your morale one thing I've always said since I've started in any job is how important morale is the first thing, if you talk to anybody that's been in this industry for, I'm going to say, over like 10 years, or someone that spent the majority of their time in commercial, you say the word morale to them and they start laughing. It's, it's not important. It's, it's, like a, it's like a figment of our imagination in commercial. Like Everyone knows that there's this idea of having a positive morale in the workplace, but nobody's seen it. Nobody's felt it. We don't know what that is. It's it's spending all year getting screamed and yelled at by the people that you're working for just for them to turn around and give you a a two hour you know barbecued lunch once a year and, and you're supposed to be so appreciative that they did that for you because it was so nice and you know other companies don't do that. Meanwhile, the rest of the year, you just get run down. You're treated like a robot. You're not really a human being. It doesn't matter what's going on outside of your work life, no matter how important it is. You're not allowed to talk to the customers. If you do, it's usually not a good thing. They don't want you talking to the customer reps because you're supposed to just keep quiet, keep your head down, do your job. Don't have fun. <laughs> Heaven forbid you have fun. That's one of the reasons why I always seem to stand out a little bit in workplaces that I'm at. Um, I'm a bubbly person. I, I like to have fun. I like to make people smile. I like to dance. I like to sing. I like to just enjoy my work day. I, I don't feel like we have to all sit here and be miserable and running from point A to point B sweating just to prove that we're working hard. That's just silly. So I always, you know, I always got attention for being that fun person, but 99% of the time, especially in the commercial world, it wasn't a positive attention that I was given. I was the troublemaker. Um, now, life's a little different. I mean, I get to work every day next to somebody who's got just as much, if not more, passion for aviation than I do. I get to spend my days actively learning all day, every day, if I want to stop and ask about something or figure out something that's going on with the plane, it's absolutely not an issue because it's beneficial to me to keep learning and my partner sees that. We laugh all day long. We listen to music. We have fun. Our customers that we're dealing with are so nice. They are so happy. They are so appreciative of the work being done on their planes. They're just positive people. And the positive energy that radiates 
through the people I'm working around just adds to the environment every day. I honestly get to spend every single day smiling, laughing, genuinely enjoying my day-to-day life. And it's not because I've got the world's cushiest job. It's not because I've, you know, have done anything special or have had anything handed to me. It's it's because I'm treated like a human being. I'm treated like somebody who has to get up and come here every day and deal with work when I have other stuff going on. I'm treated like a mother who can deal with my stuff with my children outside of work without it having to affect my work. I every single day get to just handle my life and balance my priorities as a single parent and as an AME without having to stress about one affecting the other because it's just silly that they even would. This has benefited not only me in my career also because, I mean, just look at the experience I've gained in the last two months alone. I've done more in the last two months than I think I have in four years. I've learned more in the last two months than I have in my entire time in aviation, without a doubt. I've, and I'm coming home every single day with a smile on my face, which benefits my household. I'm a single parent, guys. That's not, that's not a surprise. It's not a secret. Everyone knows that, I'm pretty sure, and there's a hell of a lot of other single parents out there. And it strongly benefits my daughters when I come home at the end of the day happy. I mean, you can deny that all you want. You can you can keep saying that, you know, coming home miserable. It's your job to leave your your crap at the door when you come home and not bring work home with you. But why why should you have to constantly be why should you have to deal with crap at home where you have to go into work and leave all that behind you and focus on work? Why should you have to deal with a bunch of crap at work and then come home and set that aside and deal with your home life? Human beings are not meant to be compartmentalized like that we we aren't we're humans we're emotional everything should jive together to have a positive energy and that's where my life is finally I've got the positivity at work which is making my work day great and it's affecting my life at home which is giving me a more positive life at home which means that hey when I get up on a Monday morning to come back into work I just had a great weekend with my kids because we're happy which means that that cycle continues. It's just one beautiful cycle of everybody just be happy and looking forward to the next day and not being afraid to get up and come to work and deal with my boss. You know, if I have a shit morning where something happens with my kid, for example, this morning, you know, babies, whatever, it's all great. And until they decide to pee sideways in their crib and you have to stop and wash them and all of their bedding before you have to leave for work in the morning. Nobody plans for that crap to happen when you're already running 15 minutes late. And you know what? A year ago, that probably would have been enough to absolutely ruin my day because the amount of stress that I would have taken on in getting them out of the house in time, plus the hour-long triumph of rushing into work to try to make up for that time, which is just not going to happen, especially not safely with traffic. Then you get into work and your boss looks at you sideways and is judging you and your dedication levels and all this stuff based on the fact that you were 15 minutes late. It's stupid. It makes no sense. 
And when I don't have to stress about that and I can just know that I just need to take care of my kids and come into work and that my boss is happy as shit when I get here, whatever time that is, because he knows that I'm going to put everything I have into our work for that day. It's, it's great. It's a, it's a beautiful, beneficial life. I know I probably keep repeating the same words, but honestly, my life has been nothing but positivity for the last few months. And I wish so badly that more people would jump on this bandwagon. There's so many people that I worked next to at my previous company or the one before that, the last two companies that I've worked for, the only two companies I've worked for in aviation. There's so many people that I just, I wish so much better for them in their day-to-day work life. And I don't know why they're willing to put up with the crap that they're putting up with. I don't know why companies are willing to treat people the way that they still are. It's absolutely insane. With Northwind Aviation, my career has taken a massive turn. Everything is so much more positive. All of my dreams for my career and my future are actually not only happening, but they're happening right now. I've already started working on them instead of just waiting to be able to grasp at them. They're right there. It's already in my hands. I'm already doing it. My daughter, Eva, my oldest, is learning so much already and getting more excited about these planes every day. I I can't even express how thankful I am for the opportunity that I have, how lucky I am, but also that I am fully aware of the fact that I wouldn't have any of what I have right now if it wasn't for who I was as a person my boss or a partner as i should say because he's furious when i call him my boss all the time my partner is always the first one to tell me that i wouldn't be working next to him if i wasn't who i was if it wasn't for my passion for my knowledge for my experience for all of that all of it comes together to create the person that i am as an aircraft maintenance engineer and me and him working together have just this incredible working relationship where we build off of each other's strengths and weaknesses and we learn and it's a phenomenal working environment. It's a phenomenal learning opportunity. It's, and more people deserve to have work environments like this. Guys, don't deal with this shit every day just to get a paycheck. Do not be afraid to go out and try to find something you love to do. And when you do find that thing you love to do, keep pushing. Find somebody that's going to appreciate you for doing it. Find somebody that's going to be willing to look at you at the end of the day and say thank you. No, you know what? You don't have to thank me every single day. I love what I'm doing. You don't need to say thank you. But that extra step, that knowing that you're appreciated, knowing that you're valued, goes so far. And we all deserve to have that feeling. 